you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting and fun-packed episode of Living in God's Rhyme. My name's Dave. And my name's Tim. I'm glad to, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I hope uh, you uh, get through the entire podcast uh, that we are recording, and uh, I thank you for, uh, for listening or watching. <laughs> yeah, folks. not so sure about the watching part because I'm not used to it. <laughs> okay. No, but folks, Tim's getting better at the at the at the video part. He's we don't really talk about it much, so he, I don't want him to be too self conscious. And me, well, I just I just wear the old simple <clears throat> shirts and don't care how I look either. Need a haircut. Well, I, I want to tell you something. Hmm. As the countdown again was coming in, yeah, the screen you froze. Which it's hard to do in Florida. Yeah. You froze. No numbers showed up in the countdown. After the countdown, and you said you're welcoming. Yeah. Uh, you're, you welcomed everybody to the podcast. Six and two showed up. Really? Yeah. Okay. I got now. I, so, I, I'm got a conversation. If, if I people. seem if I seem awkward when I greet you, it's because the numbers are the whole system is playing games with me. But that's all right. That's all right. Uh, I guess yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of. I, I could stop, I could stop talking about it, and people wouldn't be bored with me talking about it. No, I'll I'll get a hold of the company tomorrow, folks. Just so you know that, because we want Tim to be alive and fresh after I say my name's Dave Carter. Tim's <laughs> <laughs> always alive and fresh, but we want him to be alive and fresher. Uh, okay. <clears throat> all right. So Tim, Good what brother. are we uh, what are we chatting about today? Well, today I would like to explore a little bit more of the poem, uh, Go Beyond, Making Melody, Making Melody to God. Okay. Uh, you know, we read it last week. It was our first poem. And uh, it was strange because I didn't have the scripture that inspired it with the poem. And you, uh, but being vigilant as you are, making sure I don't mess up too badly, you had the book open and, and we were able to read the scripture also. Uh, <clears throat> I did realize why that was the case because it was, I think, the only poem I've written with scripture that starts it, that I put the scripture before the title of the poem. So when I was going through the manuscript that I yeah. had submitted uh, for the poem to copy and paste it onto the show notes, I didn't, it just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. didn't register. Well, they're usually, you're right, they usually have them at the bottom. Yeah, right. But I, I would, uh, I would like to, I would like to reread, uh, make melody to God, not making melody as I have up written above, and uh, talk a little bit about it some more. And uh, I was looking through God's rhyme, and I found a few more poems that I think follow are na follow naturally from where that what this one talks about. Right. This is God's rhyme, yeah. folks. Yeah, and if you're watching this on YouTube, that Dave just showed you what it looked like. So, <clears throat> let's uh, we'll start with the scripture verse, which is uh, Colossians three sixteen. Let the words spoken by the Christ, the Messiah, have its home in your hearts and minds, and dwell in you, in all its richness, as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom in spiritual things and sing psalms and spiritual songs making melody to God with his grace. 
in your hearts. Now the poem. We sing your word which we have heard with our ears throughout the years. We sing in the words ring of what you have done through Jesus your son. Psalms and hymns sung of him whose life is praised from death he was raised. Living for years, knowing life's tears, crying hurt tears. Then, believing without sight, accepting now the light, living through his might. We sing even more of his glorious splendor of the life he has given, unlocking the gates to heaven. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs of his writing our wrongs, we sing of his glory, that all may hear his story. May our living be a melody to God and his son's body. May we sing with his grace in our hearts with faith. So, um, what, uh, let, let me read a, uh, the, the, some things I had written here so I get it right. But uh, mm -hmm. this was uh, the Paul's letter to the Colossians. Uh, yes, the, the part that spoke to me the most and that inspired me as I was looking further was the part uh that part of the verse that says, "Let the spoken word of let the word spoken by the Christ, the Messiah, have its home in your hearts and minds, and dwell in you in all its richness, as you teach and admonish and train one another in all in insight and intelligence and wisdom and spiritual things, and sing psalms and spiritual songs, making melody to God with His grace in your heart." And then as I was, uh, it was weird, because strange, because uh, I had been reading Ephesians. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was, uh, a couple days later, this, this came up in my reading. And it was, uh, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand that the will of the Lord, what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all the things God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. And it was just, it was, it was there. Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, making melody to God. It's a... Uh, almost a, I don't want to say it's a commandment, but it's something that we're told to do, and uh, it's enjoyable. You know, it's enjoyable uh, because if we talk about spiritual things and sing of, of them and psalms and spiritual songs, why, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it as, our, as our hearts are singing, we're making melody to God. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, 100%. Yeah. So, there's uh, anything else you want to say before I move on? So, yes, I do. Okay. And you knew I would. Um, <laughs> so, I started reading Colossians last, after, either last week or the week before, we were talking about where you were talking mm -hmm. about it. And now you throw in Ephesians. Maybe we ought to have a section near the end that says what you're reading this week. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We can all keep up with where you are. 
because uh, you seem to know where you're going, or it, maybe it would be fun well, to, you know, I'd be it, thought. It's just no, it's just strange, and I, I, I don't know that I have it written down here, but I found another phrase that caught my attention uh, in two different books, mm-hmm. two, uh, two, yeah, two different, uh, Paul, Paul, two of Paul's letters, and it made sense that it, it, it came from Paul, no matter which church he's writing to, mm-hmm. he's, you know, that he might, you know, in a couple times he's going to come up with the same, say the same thing, but it was, uh, I, ju- I just, uh, and it was, again, it was just the, the coincidence which wasn't a coincidence because God was involved. I'm sure mm-hmm. that in my reading, it would after reading the poem and talking about making melody to God, that it would show up again in my reading. And I was reading Ephesians before that, so you tell me how. In looking for poems for that podcast last week, while I'm reading Ephesians, mm-hmm. how this came up? Who set it up? <laughs> I've only got one word for you. Okay. Uh, anyway, so as I was dwelling on, on what else to say, and uh, I want to read what came to my mind. Okay. May the Spirit lead us. May we follow Jesus, and in voices we raise, may we sing in praise as we have understood all that God has is good. And as we have confessed, we have been truly blessed. We read the Psalms, we have sung the songs of praise and worship and of our kinship with God through his Son. The battle has been won. Sing, making melody to God these days, and as we pray, may his name we praise. Always and forever, he will leave us, never. Yeah. That's uh, how I how I felt after after that. Sorry, I was writing something down. Oh. Um, so this came to you after reading Ephesians or after going through the show notes? As I was uh, putting the, the show notes together. Okay. Uh, Just so we have an idea of your thought processor. <laughs> yeah, no, as I was putting this, I and I had thought I'm always thinking about what I want to write. Yeah. And uh, this just, uh, I wanted something to to express what what went through me, what went through my mind. And, and through my heart, as, as I was had read that poem, and uh, looking for other ones, right? So. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, this next poem was uh, <clears throat> inspired by Psalm 16, and you can find it on in God's Rhyme on page 43. Uh, again, it's a psalm, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Follows the the line of, of uh, worship or praise that we're looking for. So the <clears throat> from uh, Psalms uh, chapter sixteen verse eleven, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The Old Testament speaks of him. Prophets and kings were aware of him. God's children didn't seek of his coming, praying to be heirs of his coming. The path he has shown, straight and narrow, the way to heaven is known. Through his life he did give the Father's way of how we should live. His joy is ours forevermore. Through his resurrection he has opened heaven's door. 
and by being born again, we will enjoy his presence in spite of our sin. He sits at the Father's right hand where all is good for those who will stand. By faith we know of his presence. Through his spirit we are aware of his presence, and someday we shall go to his hand, because through him we are heirs to his hand. Be joyful evermore. Be joyful evermore. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, and there forevermore our pleasures as only heaven knows. Mm. So that, uh, again, it was a psalm, but it's, uh, you know, it's praise, and it's, and you can, uh, this is, uh, this can be, uh, I'm trying to express this in words that make sense. But it's just for me. It was follow. It it followed that. Uh, you know, there was a. It was a psalm. It was it was something to be sung, right? Joy in my heart. And if if I have joy in my heart, then there's a, to me there's a song. Right. That makes so sense. maybe maybe I'm coming to realize that more than in everything there's that I see there's a poem. I. I think maybe I'm coming to find out that everything that I see in God, everything that God has for me, has a melody to it. It can be a song. Right. Just a thought. It kind of goes back to your uh, DJ days, (laughs) your DJ wannabe days. (laughs) But, I mean, we've discussed this before, too, and I think that, that poetry is... In, in my mind, part of or poetry is also a form of writing uh, lyrics for a song. Yeah, because you know, in, if you really break down a, a song, especially a country song about you know a, a cowboy and his, and his either his horse or his pickup truck, it's, <laughs> it's always it's always poetry in a sense. I don't yeah. know. Funny you say that because you said that I'm thinking okay. There's a pickup involved in this somewhere. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a pickup involved. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, well, then, folks, I used to be I used to be a pickup driver. I've had a couple. Oh, of them. I yeah, it's it's yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you know, I guess I you know I as a teenager I did want to be a disc jockey. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> I, I didn't at the time. I didn't have the personality for it. But mm-hmm. anyhow, I loved I. I got really turned on to music when I was a teenager, also. Yeah, I remember and, those uh, days. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I, I tell people, and I, I wrote, I've written about it that, uh, you know, I, I wanted to, I was influenced by, by the Beatles, mm-hmm. and I would write, and I think that got me started writing. And then I thought, okay, John, John Lennon had a couple books he put out of uh, just goofy things, some poetries in it. Uh, I, I even forgot the names of them now because the books are packed away someplace. <laughs> yeah. but, and I thought, you know, I can get, I can do this kind of stuff. But uh, as I tell people, uh, I always wanted to be like John Lennon. Thank goodness I didn't turn out uh, where, because he had a song, and I, again, don't remember the name of it. It's on an album where he talks about, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Beatles. And all these things he didn't believe in. Hmm. And I have a poem, and it's in God's rhyme about, uh, you know, uh, 
John Lennon and the fact that I, if he'd had more time, I wish I would have had time to pray for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was an influence, but it was an influence in me wanting to write, which led to God taking over. <laughs> God was probably there saying, Tim, uh, you know, you can write, let's do it. But, uh, you know, once he knew I was ready, he led the way. Yeah. He did a good job of leading the way, too. You've done a good yeah. job. Oh, you <laughs> can't do better. Well. You can't do better. I am finding that out, to be real honest with you. You want, to read, want me to read that one? What page is, what is What's the name of that one? Do you remember? I don't know. Uh, hang on. Let me grab the book as we're talking here. Folks, as he's looking for the, through the book, I'm looking through the book, too. Just don't forget the show uh, notes. Down in the show notes is all the links to where you can find us on Facebook, on YouTube, our website, all that kind of good stuff. Don't forget to rate our show on your podcast app. Tell us you like us. If you want, write a review. We'll, we'll see that, and we'll, if you have a question, we'll respond. So I'm sorry about that, Tim. We just want to get that in and out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think I'd written that many books that I'd forget one one from the other. Well, it's so, amazing. Yeah. Else you want to say. Oh, uh, no boastfulness there, folks. I've written so many books. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. I had to throw that one. No. <laughs> yeah, three books. I yeah, I, I have a whole no, library of. No, actually, you've wrote written more than three books. We all know that. You know, you one day I think we're going to start doing a little reading out of. Uh, let me get closer to the microphone so everybody can hear me. Yeah. But I think we'll get a little, um, go into uh, dirty socks a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, that okay, one day when we want to be crazy. I think that would be fun for our listeners and for us. That would be fun for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, well, it's something that, they, that most folks will have never seen or heard. Uh, that's true. You know, I mean, family. There's only, been, there's only a two handfuls of people who have read it. Right. But we uh -huh. didn't we read one out of there once, or didn't you read one out of there once for us? Well, it's interesting because some of the poems, even some of the, the Christian poems, I wrote when I wrote that, had been written before I wrote the book. Yeah. Before I wrote that, and I think I wrote that in it's 2010 or 2012. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I don't think we're going to find this one, Dave. That's okay. We'll, 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 we'll leave that for... I wrote it down. I'll write it down. Okay. Uh-huh. No, we're getting into some other things that we'll talk about another day. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me for, for that. Well, that, you know what? Those are the things that uh, make us unique <laughs> in the podcast world. We we kind of go where the mood strikes us. We are right, not scripted. When do you say we praise the Lord? I say that's a great idea. All right. I didn't put the page number on this one. Yeah, you did praise 27. The Lord. Pardon? Yeah, you did 27. Oh, it's on the uh, previous page. Okay. Sometimes the, the, the show notes get in my way. <laughs> I get it. Generally, they're a lifesaver. <laughs> a lifesaver, yeah. but uh, okay. <clears throat> Seriously, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, our Father in heaven. Hallelujah, his Son on this earth. 
Hallelujah. The spirit within us. Hallelujah. We can praise his name. Praise the Lord, this world's creator. Praise the Lord, our father and maker. Praise the Lord for all he does. Praise the Lord. We have his love. Praise the Lord in all his glory. Praise the Lord for the Christmas story. Praise the Lord for his son, Jesus. Praise the Lord, the one who pleases. Praise the Lord for those who follow. Praise the Lord whose words aren't hollow. Praise the Lord for his saving grace. Praise the Lord for our heavenly place. Praise the Lord for all his praise. Praise the Lord for the life he did raise. Praise the Lord for his Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord for those who hear it. Praise the Lord. Let us sing hallelujah. Let us sing praise to the Lord and sing hallelujah. Yes, uh, let us sing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. So again, we're singing. Just as we were told to in the, by Paul. Was it Paul who said that? Yes, the sing songs. Yeah. Spiritual songs, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Sing them to the Lord. Well, that makes the most yeah. sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I've been, uh, I found a couple new radio stations down here. And the other day, one was uh, playing a song, and there was a lot of hallelujahs in it. Were they? <laughs> yeah. And I had already read the show notes, in, and this was after, you know, because folks, Tim sent me the show notes early this week. And uh, I went, wow, that's weird. <laughs> He's saying something to me now. <laughs> uh, well, it, uh, one of our grandsons' basketball is over, so we have Saturdays free. Oh, okay. So that's why I got it. Oh, yeah. I told Mary Lou uh, Saturday I was going to take time to get show notes ready. I'm not scurrying around the Sunday afternoon before the Monday <laughs> we record. <laughs> yeah, folks, Tim's got the hard part now. I'll just do the editing and the <coughs> some of the, excuse me and some of the other stuff. <laughs> He's got the hard part with the show notes. <laughs> I still think they're the best show notes out there for us. Well, I thank you for that again, Dave. You're you're. You're kind, too kind, but uh, actually, you're one of a kind. Well, you know that. There's no <laughs> doubt there. <laughs> uh, you are one of a kind, brother. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they broke the mold there. <laughs> Mom and well, Dave apparently, knows. when I was born, there was no mold because it was all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, so here we are. Uh, in Lent, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I really wanted to write a poem about Lent and talk and talk about it. Uh, I have this need sometimes when I write to uh, put things in a reverse order that means makes it mean the same thing though. So. Um, I have been. I've wondered for a few years about Lent, where we give. You know, okay, I'm for Lent. I'm going to give up Dr. Pepper. Okay. I realized that was wasn't working because I'm still drinking it. <laughs> I've got it on my desk right now. Yeah. You know, and the in the the thought is as we're uh, as I'm reflecting on it. Uh, you know, Jesus spent 40 days in the desert after he was baptized. He spent 40 days in the desert fasting. And at the end of that 40 days, he was approached by Satan and tempted. 
you know, uh, look out here, look at this world. It, it can be yours. Mm-hmm. These other things can be yours. And Jesus comes back with a, a word of scripture to rebuke him. And Satan right. finally leaves. Well, and, you know, we talk about, okay, what are you going to give up for Lent? And my, I'm thinking, okay, that's great. We're going to give up some things that are not healthy for us, let's say. Right. Uh, chocolate candy bars healthy for me i love them <laughs> but uh <clears throat> and then uh and the, the other thing that comes to mind is uh forgive me folks if i offend you with this i don't mean to but i do know there are people on facebook who will leave facebook for 40 days and that's commendable because you're if you're taking that time to uh you know to whether you're you know spending it God's word or in in prayer or just doing something other than that then it, it may be the, the it's beneficial then for, for you mm-hmm. uh, but what I'm been thinking is it's not what I want to give up for Lent it's what I want to start to do for Lent during Lent that I will carry on beyond Lent whether that be getting involved in a local um, a local uh, Christian uh, organization, you know, feeding the hungry, mm-hmm. get a soup kitchen or something, uh, whether it's uh, telling myself, okay, every day I am going to continue to read the Bible in order continue to go through it that way and I and I'm gonna do what I can to to get the help I need just to understand it better whether it be through another book that I can read along with it that helps me to understand it uh, but are, are there something that I can do that I haven't done before that I will start this Lent that I will want to continue after Lent now, that's just the opposite of what everybody thinks. And Jesus, in those 40 days, yes, he, he gave up. He, he fasted. He gave up food, mm-hmm. gave up eating. He gave up being around other people, sharing his life and who he was. So I, I, I don't want to take anything away from that because that's important, too. There are things that I need to give up, and I, I need to be sincere about it. And if I say, okay, I'm giving up Dr. Pepper, for Lent, don't say I'm giving it up for Lent. Say I'm this Lent. I'm starting. I'm giving up Dr. Pepper, starting during Lent, and I'm going to continue. Mm-hmm. I'll have to get a new T-shirt that would throw or throw out the one that says, "All I need today is a little Dr. Pepper and a whole lot of Jesus." But <laughs> yeah. So it was just it's just something that in my mind I look at. Okay, what else can I do? <laughs> right. And that is. I can start. I can start doing any one of those things at any time. Mm-hmm. But what it tells me is that if I take up something new like that, that um, will involve uh, God, then it takes. I take away. I'm giving up time that I may just be wasting. Hmm. I may yeah. be, you know, that's that's not spent use. You know, uh, usefully. Right. So that's uh, that's what went through my mind, and I would be serious 
I'm curious, seriously curious, to uh, know what our listeners think about that. Uh, just, you know, tell me that's interesting, but it's not what we need to do. Uh, do that. Yes, do that, but still look at Lent like we look at Lent. Yes. Right. Uh, Lent is a time of, uh, I think, personal reflection. And, uh, you know, maybe it's uh, 40 days in the wilderness uh, where we were with Jesus. And we, we try to we try to leave the some of those daily disturbances behind. So, but uh, this uh, this came from that uh, desire to write a poem about Lent and my uh, strange thoughts on what we could also do. Okay. It's called 40 Days of Change. During this Lenten season, do we live in the wilderness each day? What is the reason? Do we ever overcome our blindness? For for 40 days I will do without, and after, from the rafters shout, I have been cleansed and freed. In Jesus, I find all I need. What if the challenge became not every season the same? Perhaps it is the season for change to allow the Holy Spirit to rearrange. Sin we give up, drink from his cup. As our faith strengthened, have our hopes been lengthened. Pray for revival, for your survival. Give up to receive more as you believe. Devote more time, devote more time to know his rhyme. As sin he will replace, overcome the world we replace. And that is <laughs> was weird because as I, I finished writing that and I said, that's really more about giving up something for Lent, but it's, again, I just, it's, I pray that as I grow in my faith that Lenten season becomes uh, more than just uh, uh, 40 days of uh, prayer, fasting, and giving up things that I I like but I don't need to do mm-hmm. in preparation for Easter. I would like to prepare for Easter every day of the year in how I live and what I do. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I'm not, I'm... I have a ways to go, <clears throat> and I'm not perfect. As long as, I'm, as long as I live on this earth, I'm not perfect. But uh, hopefully, things will. Hopefully, I'll change as I hope God as God leads me, and I don't, I'll know it's the right way, it's the right thing. Right. So. He has a way of showing us, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He does. Right. He's uh, shown me a few things this last couple of weeks. Yeah, last that he has, especially with singing songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really odd that you mentioned the forty days in the desert and how he, how Satan came down. He and and talked with him, and he used, you know, he did what he did. I was on my way to work Sunday. Gee, that would have been yesterday. <laughs> and uh, I was listening on Friday. Yeah, well, so, and I was listening to this Christian station, which was new to me, and this there was this preacher on, 
I think it was a preacher. He was a yeah, he was a man of God. He was but they were talking and all of a sudden he started talking about exactly what you just talked about. But not just the forty days in the desert, but he talked about Satan offering God or offering Jesus I mean everything he could offer yeah. him. And all he had to do was praise Satan, not God, and it would happen for him. And he said no. Because you are not, you're not God. You are not everything. You are, you're Satan. I just found that, that that's the kind of willpower I hope that I can have, and you <laughs> must have during this season. If you're going to give up something for forty days, or you're going to change your life for, for the good, for better, forever. You know, because what's it take? Twenty one days to change a habit? Not I don't know. Days. That's what they say. Oh, I had I. I had... Well, that's what my doctor tells me. That's what your doctor says, huh? Yeah, he says, yeah, you, Dave, you just go walk after every meal for 10 minutes, and you'll lose a half a pound a week, and that's all I want you to do. And twenty-one after 21 days, it becomes a habit, and so you just want to do it all the time. It's like, okay. And you wither away to nothing. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but only no, you're too No, you're too old for that. You don't have that. <laughs> no, and you also, I don't want to wither away completely to nothing, yeah. but it was one of those you know, it. It's amazing that it's you brought that up, and but that is part of the the Lenten season. Or yeah, it's not Lenten. Yeah, Lenten in, season. Yeah, I just as you, as you were telling talking about that, I am. Uh, I have this voice in me that says, uh, you know, Tim, that is important. You know, it, it you need to give it up, and it's might be commendable to take up more that is uh, pleasing to God mm-hmm. as you're giving something up. But uh, you're going to follow in Jesus' footsteps. 40 days in the desert for him, in my 40 days of giving things up, there's no comparison. Exactly. But hopefully it's meaningful. In that I, yeah. I think it symbolizes something. I, I don't know what I'd give up, and I had, I'll be honest with you folks, I've been so busy i kind of forgotten about it uh, because I haven't thought about it for years, Lint. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think in our family we ever really, when I was younger, I don't ever remember dealing with no, it. No, I, I, I don't remember it being a thing with, with us when we were with the family and we were going to, to church as a family. Yeah. Uh, and it never became anything with me until I got married and, it was something that Mary Lou was used to doing, and uh, right. that's something that we did. And there's nothing wrong, and that's great. I think it's perfect. And there's nothing wrong if you don't, in my mind. I don't think. Well, you're wrong, but I mean, as long if, if you're going about it the way you do, where it's Lent, and I'd rather do something than not do something. It can make sense. Yeah, I, I think it's some, it's all something that the individual needs to pray about. Yeah. Don't just listen to me say, "Oh well." This uh, world, not renowned poet says, <laughs> <laughs> says you know do this, and his brother says, well you know this or that. No, I. This is one of those things that, uh, as, as a listener, I, 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 I beg you to pray about it. Yes. And um, and find out what God is telling you. Because again, as we're talking, and as I was writing that poem, I'm I'm seeing that perhaps that 
idea I had may not be the idea of, it probably isn't the idea of Lent and that whole conversation may have led me to say, see, Tim, the poem didn't lead where you were thinking. <laughs> God's telling you this is the way it is. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's been a, a, an interesting discussion, and I'm glad we've had it. Right. Because I think that uh, it's, it's changed the direction that I am going to look at Lent. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I will, but again, as I'm getting into, you know, closer to God, I'm, I am I pray that I'm led to do other things to help other people. And you have. You've helped me oh. and others. Well, I appreciate that. And it's, many, many people have helped me. Yeah, well, I, I mean, just go back to that one little subject again. I, I just, Jesus being offered everything every to be in, in control of everything and having the courage and 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 the faith to say nope <laughs> nope I well don't, i don't want to be a false god to all everybody he, else i'm going to be the son of god he, everybody yeah he 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 but he he knew scripture yes he knew scripture uh and he could he quoted it perfectly to to satan Mm -hmm. And uh, in knowing that, and his relationship with God, like you said, he he knew what he knew what the he knew what the answer was. He knew what the decision was, mm -hmm. and the word was, "No, Satan." Yes. So, so if if Jesus can do it, folks, you can do it too. Say no to Satan. Well, we just we, we need to have the faith. We need to be in prayer, and we need to. Uh, be open to where we're being led. Yep. Yeah. It's a great thing, isn't it? Yep. It's amazing mm -hmm. what <laughs> amazing <laughs> how your life changes for the better every time you, you pray and you think of God and you're 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 singing to him and reading his psalms and Yeah, it's uh singing his hymns. Absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Um Okay, uh we uh Dave and I took a short break while I looked through some books, and uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the poem I'd written about John Lennon, and uh, we have a couple extra minutes today. I thought, I found it in God Still Rhymes, and it's on page 46, and it's titled, The Dream is Over. I grew up with you the formative years when through our fears we learned not to cry any tears. I listened to all that you said, the thoughts and songs in your head. Many times I was led. Occasionally, I ignored you instead. Young and innocent, fresh and new, excitingly different than leading the way, you mocked the world and sometimes yourself. Where others would follow, you would never stay. And I loved you. I didn't always agree with you, but I loved you. Retirement, yours and mine from youth. I found myself and realized who you were. The times had been confusing, as were we. Love makes confusing so unimportant. We settled down, in you and all you did. Me, it probably wasn't noticed. Give peace a chance during your time. Did you find it, as in all your rhymes? Had you stayed for only a short time more, I would have prayed for the peace of your soul. Yes, I would. 
Maybe I'm angry now that I didn't know how to show you the love from heaven above. Give his peace a chance. I hope you had the chance. That was uh, a change in a whole, a whole change in my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what was important. And it was uh, so much music is unimportant anymore. Always has been. Yeah, uh, I don't listen to old oldies much anymore. I do, not all the time, but I do. Yeah, so did that was that it? was that. Did you want to read the reflection in the book? Oh, I could. On thirty-seven. Yeah, you got it open. Yeah. You want to read it for me? Okay, here it goes. Yes, this is about John Lennon. I wrote it after his death in nineteen eighty. I think that he influenced or better or, or worse, my earlier poems more than anyone else. By this time, I had found that Jesus was a better influence for writing. I remember a line from one of the songs, or one of his songs, of all things, God. He had a list of what he didn't believe in. Along with those was the Bible, God, and the Beatles. I was thinking that for all of his fame, he was and had been lost. Should our heroes really be our heroes? Hmm. That's something we should pay attention to today. You know, he, he yes. was my he he was my hero and who I wanted to be. But thank God, God stepped in and saved me. Yeah, from who I wanted to be, saved me from myself. Yes. There's a song by, uh, yes, okay, I just heard it on the way home. It's called um, My Own Worst Enemy uh, by Casting Crown. Yeah. You know, God, uh, I am my own worst enemy. Save me. And uh, a lot of times that's the case. We are our own worst enemy. Yeah, that's the truth. So I, anyway, I'm uh, I am thankful that I started writing poetry. I am more thankful that that God is with me as I'm writing it, and I am more thankful than ever that I found Jesus. Yes, I found Jesus in my salvation and the joy it brings, and knowing that even He's always he, God is always there. He's Jesus is always there in the good times, but. He's also there in the in the bad times, mm -hmm. and all I have to do is turn to him. Oh, exactly. All I have to do to turn to him and get comfort. And you mentioned heroes at the end of that reflection, and in my mind, God is the ultimate hero. <laughs> yeah, well, Jesus, uh, if you're looking at uh, hero, earthly heroes, I think Jesus was, he, he was, born in he was born as one of us so he's God and man but uh, I would say he's my hero then yeah I'm going to worship somebody that or and that's what we isn't that what we do with our heroes worship them yeah we do yeah so yeah yeah so I got work to do with my grandkids then <laughs> 
Oh, and me on certain days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and me too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to? Uh, we're getting to that point. You want to call it a? Yeah, I think I think we've done okay. It's not. I wasn't yeah. quite sure all this would go, and uh, went fine. But I'm. I, I think we. I think it's. Uh, it's been good. I've enjoyed it. Uh, last week uh, we ended with a prayer uh, for Ukraine. And uh, I know I uh, we we talked Dave and I talked about this before we started recording. That we're going to for a few weeks anyway, maybe more than a few weeks. But uh, we're going to end our our podcast with a prayer for Ukraine because of the need that these uh, this country and these people have, and for the bravery uh, and the faith they have, are showing in standing up to an enemy like uh, the enemy they are standing up to. And uh, I just, we just want to continue to lift them up in prayer uh, for the, as long as it's needed for them. It's called A Prayer for Ukraine and the World. Dear Heavenly Father, I find that every day I must kneel and pray, and in this season I daily find more of a reason I must not be blind. I pray for peace as the world does shout, now led by one who is not God's son. The battle has begun, battle hymns sung, lines have been erased, and sovereignty defaced. Lord, I pray for Ukraine, I pray, remove their pain, rebuke the lies falling from the skies. Lord, I pray that your word is spoken and heard beyond this day. O oh Lord, lead me as I pray. I pray, Lord God, Father in heaven, I pray. Lord, lead us beyond the horde. Lord, bless Ukraine, its people, leaders, and warriors. May their example in their faith of their sovereignty be an example to the world. And may the faith of Christians in prayer lift them up to overcome. Pray, Father, in the name of your mighty Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Folks, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And let's not forget, let's not forget, we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. Thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. And we... Oh, bye. No, go ahead, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> no, more. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was stuck. It's, this is one of those weird days. It's probably a normal day for me. Folks, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we are the king's kids, and I pray that we remember that and we profess that wherever we go. In love, we profess Jesus Christ, our King, our Lord, and our Savior. Have a great week, everybody. God bless you all. Bye, bye, folks.